If you are a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for biblical encouragement, spirit-led wisdom, and practical ideas as you answer God's calling to increase your authority by becoming an author. I'm Nika Maples, and I can help you write your next book so that you can take your business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus' name. You are an anointed and appointed writer, and you have been prepared and positioned for such a time as this. But if you're anything like me, there are some times when you just have a low energy day. That's what I call it when it's really hard to get motivated. And it doesn't matter what I try to do, I just can't seem to get moving on the good work that God has prepared in advance for me to do. It's almost like I've gotten stuck in a cycle of listening to my flesh and I just can't figure out how to pay close attention to my spirit because my flesh is speaking so loudly. Do you feel like that from time to time? Do you find yourself not wanting to work even though you love God? and long to obey him? Well, if that's the case, then I think you'll be encouraged by this excerpt from one of my coaching calls within my Anointed Writers membership for Christian writers. Each week, I share some nugget of a lesson, and then I coach my clients to help them overcome their own low-energy days. And one of the things that makes it so effective when I coach is that I'm vulnerable. I let them know that they are not alone, that I haven't gotten to the point where I no longer struggle with being a human. We're going to have that daily struggle for the rest of our lives. But that's what God means when he tells us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. It means that we have to believe that we're in the middle of a process and he is transforming us daily with his grace. We're moving from glory to glory and strength to strength. And in the middle of the process, there will be some hiccups and some bumps along the way. And the lesson that I have for you in this coaching call will be an encouragement when those times happen. Enjoy. I bring that up to say you never know what is going to be the thing that God grows for you. And yes, God has to grow it. So I was meditating this morning on scripture and asking him what he wanted me to bring forward. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 through 7, and then 21 through 23. So in, in Corinth, people were arguing and arguing about, well, Paul is the one that taught me or Peter is the one who taught me Cephas, or Apollos is the one who taught me, and I'm a Christian under Apollos, or I'm a Christian under Peter, or I'm a Christian under Paul, you know, and Paul's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where, where is this coming from? What are you doing? We are all built on one foundation, Jesus Christ. So we can get caught up in that, like, oh, I like to follow so-and-so, and I like to follow so-and-so, and I like and we can tell whether we're unified with other believers because we follow a particular leader or a particular type of church. Paul's like, no, 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 no. And he also says this, which is so encouraging and edifying to us as writers. He said, talking about, here he's talking about the context of evangelism. 
He says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. Now that's in the seed of evangelism, but we can apply it to anything, anything. God makes things grow. God is the one. And what gets me off track more than anything? Belief that I have to make it grow. So I did a thought model for myself this weekend Could I? because I hit a low energy spot. Let's call it a low energy spot, okay? Because all of us have those emotional moments where it's like, we didn't get a lot done. And in fact, maybe we're like staying in bed and pulling the coverage over our head and can't really move forward at all. I call that a low, low energy spot because emotions are energy in motion. So it's the emotion that's causing the low energy or the high energy. Well, what emotion was causing that low energy spot for me this weekend? Because I had to, I couldn't even think about it at the time. This morning, I was like, what was that? Why did I feel so low? Why did I have this low energy spot in my life? And it was like, I realized I had something in my life I was trying to make grow. I was trying to make it advance. I'm like, I can't figure this out. I can't make this grow. That thought is what led me to discouragement. And the discouragement is what produced the action of me withdrawing and not working on things and having this low energy day. So what I would offer is that that's a thought error anyway. To think I can't make this grow is a thought error because that implies I should be able to make it grow. And that's not what the word says. If we think a thought that's out of alignment with the word, it's a thought error. The word says God makes things grow. So it's a thought error for me to say, I can't make this grow. Well, it's true. I can't make it grow, but it's not truth because the truth is only God can make it grow. So to say I can't make this grow is implying that I should be able to. So your ministry, your business, your book sales, your client list, all of the things that you want to make grow, you cannot make it grow. All you can do is plant seeds and water them. So what is planting seeds? Well, I want to share this with you. Thoughts are seeds, words are seeds, actions are seeds, seeds before harvest. I tell myself this a lot of times, seeds before harvest, seeds before harvest, seeds before harvest. So seeds could be thoughts, seeds could be words, seeds could be actions. Write those down. Thoughts, words, or actions are seeds. You can plant thoughts, you can plant words, you can plant actions, and then you water them. That's all you can do. I would say the watering is prayer and faith. That's what I would say the, the watering is, prayer and faith. So you plant a thought, it needs to be watered with prayer and with faith. You plant a word, that needs to be watered with prayer and with faith. You plant an action that needs to be watered with prayer and with faith. Then the harvest comes. But God is the Lord of the harvest. First Corinthians 3 says, only he makes it grow. So we need to stop thinking that we can make things grow. It's not possible. He's the one that does it. But what is possible is planting a watering, planting thoughts, words, and actions, watering with faith and prayer. So I would just say, keep on doing what you're doing. Just shift to believing that God is making it grow. Another analogy that God gave me this morning, because I was like, help me think of another way that I can teach this to myself. Everything I teach you, I'm teaching to myself. And I, I really thought about making a cake. You know, it's very simple. Making a cake is very simple. There are only three steps. Did you know that? 
there's only three steps. And by the way, just as let's, let's take a step back and see what I did there. A lot of you get stuck when you're thinking about your process, like the promise you're making to your readers and in your book, the process you're teaching in your book, you can simplify anything to three to five steps, anything, even making a cake. You can simplify it to three steps. Let's not overcomplicate it. It's three steps. So any process that you're creating in your book or in your messaging or in your teaching can be distilled down to three steps. Here's just three steps of making a cake, putting all the ingredients in the bowl. Step one. Now that is a step because it doesn't matter what the ingredients are. You have to put all the ingredients in the bowl with a peanut butter cake. You're going to put peanut butter in it that you don't put in if you're making a vanilla cake. I mean, certain cakes have different ingredients, but we do know the first step is putting all the ingredients in the bowl. If you'd never do another thing, that will not become a cake. If you stop at step one, it will not become a cake, right? Do we agree? Yeah, it will not become a cake. Stop at step one. So I would say putting the ingredients in the bowl is the same thing as planting the seed. Some of us have planted the seed of a thought, a word, or an action. And then then we're thinking like, where's the growth? That's the same thing as putting the ingredients in the bowl and saying, where's the cake? Step two of making a cake. You mix it. Mix, 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 mix until it's all unified, right? That is this, the equivalent of watering the seed. So in the side-by-side analogies of planting a seed and watching it grow or baking a cake, there's only three steps. You plant the seed, you water the seed, it grows. There's only three steps to a cake. You put the ingredients in the bowl, you mix the ingredients, and then you bake it. So if we mix the ingredients up till it's unified, you can't separate the flour from the butter anymore, or the oil or the egg. If you can't separate that anymore, it's all unified in this liquidy consistency. It's still not a cake, right? It's cake batter, which can be delicious, but it's still not a cake. Neither is the seed that is planted in the in the ground and is watered with faith and prayer. Neither is that a plant, a growth, a harvest. Here's the thing that the Lord showed me was missing with a lot of us, me included at times. I'll put the ingredients in the bowl. I'll mix the ingredients together and then I never give it to him. He's the heat. His heart is the oven. You give your business to him. You put your thing in the oven. He makes it bake. He cook. He makes it bake. He adds the heat. We don't give it to him. We're like holding our little mixture. I put the ingredients in. I stirred it up. Why isn't it becoming a cake? He's like, it takes me. It takes what only I can do. You will never be able to create the heat necessary to make it a cake. I'm sorry. That's just my job. So what we have to do is put in the ingredients, mix it up, pour it in a pan and give it to him. Just give it to him and say, you're in charge of the growth. You're in charge of the baking. You're in charge of the timing. You're in charge of everything from here. I'm taking it out when you say to take it out and when you say it's done. So the side-by-side analogies are, You can't see it when it's in the oven, right? And if you check on it a lot, you're going to slow down the baking because if you open it and you peek, you're letting the heat out. Quit checking on it. And if you go with the seed analogy, if you've buried it in the ground, that's the heart of God. If we're saying the oven is where that's the heart and saying, I'm giving it to you, Lord, you do what only you can do. You bring the heat in the ground. It's like I'm burying the seed. I'm watering it with faith and prayer. I'm not going to dig it up every day and check on the growth. That ruins the growth. I'm going to trust that the Lord will do what only he can do. And I can't see it. We can't see it 
in the oven baking and we can't see it in the ground growing, but God takes care of that. He takes care of it. So we have to leave it to him. What is possible? Stay, stay in your lane. Stay in obedience, not outcome. Stay in obedience. Come on back, Nika. You plant seeds, you water them. Many of us will never have like this explosive growth. We don't have to look at that and say that's the only growth is explosive growth. We could solve lots of different growth. And if we're thinking that we're responsible for it, then we miss what God is doing. And so I said, thoughts are seeds, words are seeds, actions are seeds. So let's look at this from 1 Corinthians. This is later down in the chapter, 1 Corinthians 3, 21 through 23. He's like, so then no more boasting about human leaders. Okay. We're not boasting about Cephas or Apollos or Paul, nothing. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or present or future, all are yours and you are of Christ and Christ is of God. I just thought about all things are yours, whether present or future. I've talked a lot with you about your future self, like connecting with your future self, believing for your future self. The enemy twists that, he counterfeits it. He does not have a creative thought. So he's not coming up with new things. So manifesting and the law of attraction is his twisted way of taking what God has said and making it new age religion. We move away from new age religion, but it does not mean that we throw out what God has said about the law of sowing and reaping. All things are ours. Why? Because God is in the present. He is in the future. At the same time, we don't feel like we we are, but he's saying you have eternal life in Christ. You become an eternal being. You become alive in Christ. Work with me, God is saying, work with me. I'm the one that makes things grow to access the future that I have for you. So what if you planted, since thoughts are seeds, words are seeds, and actions are seeds, what if you planted some new seeds this week of the future that you hope for? And then just like God do the growing. What if you said, my book is is selling every day. My book sells every day. People read my book every day. Put it in the present tense. Not people will buy my book. People are buying my book. I have the best speaking engagements. I have speaking engagements that I love. I enjoyed my interview. Like it can be in past tense too, because that means that it really happened. But like I am, or you could keep it in present tense. I'm enjoying my interviews on the radio. I love doing a spot on TV. You could put plant all those seeds if you let God water them. Now, a thought is a seed. So just even thinking that that's possible for you as a seed, then saying it out loud or writing it is words or seeds. Then the action is a seed. So will you take action on a thought and a word? Will you take action this month? Make that pitch. Call the radio and tell them in a way that you can serve them, that you could serve their listeners. Call a church and tell them you're willing to do a class or speak at an event. Plant some action seeds. But they start with word seeds and that starts with thought seeds. Seeds come before harvest. The Father is the Lord. Jesus is the Lord of the harvest. So we let him make it grow. So I hope that was a refresher for you, especially if you were in a low energy spot anytime recently. Are you subscribed to my YouTube channel yet? I love creating weekly lessons that will bring value and insight to you on your writing, publishing, and book marketing journey. When you listen to my podcast, you learn through your ears. But when you watch my YouTube channel, you learn through your eyes and your ears, making double the impact in half the time. See you over on YouTube.